Bingo, bango, bongo. What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Bash Bros. Hi. <laughs> Guess what? <laughs> we have two mics. We have two mics. Uh, this is a big step. I can talk when he talks now. I'm trying to be serious here. It's a big step in the Bash Bro podcast. Um, fight. Fight, sure. Um, we have two mics now, so we'll be able to talk, you know, kind of have a discussion and not pass the mic back and forth. Um, so it's going to be more, you know, us getting involved, kind of debating or whatever. It'll just be easier for us and it'll create a better, uh, a better sound for you guys as well. So we're super excited. Uh, we've got a good show today. Um, a lot has gone on. We haven't been on for a little while. Uh, it's been Christmas break. Um, you know, New Year's. Happy New Year to everybody. Merry yep. Christmas. Merry Christmas. Happy Kwanzaa. Happy Hanukkah, World Juniors. Whatever. World Juniors was huge. Um, yeah, we're super excited to get into it. Uh, so let's let's get going, Jack. Yeah, let's fucking do this. Um, might as well start it off where we started off all the time, and that's the divisional round coming up Saturday and Sunday this week. Another four games on hand. Um, upset City the last two weeks. Very disappointed. Um, very excited. Last week we don't talk about our picks. Not yeah, I, not really sure what happened. <laughs> Honestly, I mean, I don't think. I mean, if you picked um, Tennessee to win that game, good on you. But fuck, I don't think anybody that I know would have picked uh, picked the Patriots to lose at home. I, I I don't know. And let me just put this out there: not Brady's fault. No, he has nobody. Not he has Brady's nobody fault. around him. He's got nobody. He ra- threw some honestly. dimes he threw and dimes. they dropped. I mean, I, I think I saw the Julian Edelman drop one of the first catches. I've never like when I, I mean I don't watch a lot of Patriots games because I hate them, but I th- that was the first time I've ever seen Julian Edelman drop a ball that was literally right to him. He had no pressure to keep it, the game alive. Yeah, I mean it, it. That was ridiculous. I've never seen anything like it. And obviously Brady came out and said that he. Isn't done yet. He's still he's not done with the Patriots. No, he's not. And I think it's true. I mean, like, there's no way you can go off a season like that and say that. Oh, you know what? I'm done. I'm not good enough anymore. It's like no, you are good enough. You just and everybody's saying like, oh, Patriots dynasty's done. No, does nobody remember that they had the number one defense all year? Like, does nobody remember that they did a lot of damage in the first? Pretty much ten weeks of the year, and then didn't do good the last four or five. Yeah, no, I'm for sure. I mean, after that loss to the Chiefs at home, mm-hmm. that and was the, the turning. Yeah, that was turning point for me personally with the with the Chiefs. I was like astonished. I was like, this is the dynasty. Yeah, losing a game at home. What? What? They hadn't lost a game at home, and I don't oh. even know the stat, but I it was ridiculous, no and it was, and they just went out, and then that was where I was like, mm, all right. This this might be uh, they might be human. Yeah. Well, enough Patriots talk because <laughs> they're not even fucking in this anymore. Fair enough. So first game on Saturday, Vikings at Forty ers and I mean, you know, Vikings had a good run. Well, Kirk they knocked Cousins, off the Saints. So. <laughs> Kirk Cousins had a great game. Okay. Yeah, what what did. else do you want me to say? But at the same time, he's not going in to San Francisco with this crazy pass rush. Yeah, uh, and he's no. just—he's just not. He's gonna crack, like. I mean, they beat the Saints at home again. Yeah. I I, 
it seems like they've done this before, but they've not they've not gone to San Fran and won in San I, Fran. I don't like think ever. that they will. I don't think they will. And they won't. I I I pick the 49ers. 100%. Yeah, because the Saints, we know who they are. They're a team that chokes in the playoffs. And bad they've call, done it for the past. Bad year. calls or not, sometimes you just choke. Like you, if yeah. you're leaving it to one bad call at the very end of the game, you've left it too far. Like you, it was the yeah no destiny I mean. wasn't like in you, your own hands. You can't rely on. Because you know what, when when it comes down to it, the refs are not on your side. Whether whether you know if if, if you know like you can't rely on them to make the right call because sometimes you they know don't. they're human. They, yeah, they mess they, up. they fuck up, and that's the way it is. But you can't rely on them to make the right call all the time, and they they won't, and they didn't in the past with the Saints. I don't know. I'm going I'm going Forty Niners over the Vikings. Vikings they were great. They did well. They beat the Saints again. Um, but I don't see them being the 49ers. I don't. In, in San Fran. Yeah, so now we move on to um, Titans at Baltimore. So Tennessee. Um, I yeah. mean, this was probably the toughest game that I had to pick anyway. I mean, it wasn't easy. If people, no, I mean, if people think it's easy because, oh, Lamar Jackson and all this. But what if the Titans defense just like... What if they, they pull off with New England again? Yeah. Exactly. What if, what if Denrick Harry... If they can't handle Denrick Harry... Henry and he just runs hundred yards, hundred ninety yards again. Two TDs. Like, what are you gonna do? I mean, I think I think they need to rely. I they can still rely on the run, but I think that they need to even it out with their passing. Obviously, that's not as good as their run game. Yeah, but they still got some guys like Tannehill. Tannehill can throw. Yeah, he can throw. But I, I, yeah, exactly. Like they need to even it out. I think Henry got a lot of action, and I don't know if that was too much for him. I mean, he handled it well, but I mean you. You know, you can't rely on one guy to do the whole thing, especially in football. You know, there's there's a lot yeah. of other guys in the field that you need to have all in the same mindset. Yeah, um, so I'm just going to pick, uh, again, I like the Ravens D too. Um, so I'm just going to pick Baltimore, especially because they're at home, but you never know. I'm picking Baltimore as well. It's going to be a great game because obviously the Titans know how to win on the road in playoffs because they did it last week at Gillette Stadium. It's going to be a good game. I'm excited to watch it. All right, then now uh, Seattle in Green Bay. We've seen this story before. We see this story almost probably once every five years, I'd say, around. Yeah. Last time was 2013, so maybe a little bit more. The time before that was 2007 or 2008. And then before that it was 2002 or 2003. Man, being a Seahawks fan, I am excited for this game. Dude, a classic. Gonna, it's a classic snow snowy too? Green Bay. It's gonna snow. It's gonna be. It's gonna be beautiful. Dude, isn't it gonna be funny just watching the two Smith brothers trying to run, uh, uh, trying to catch Russell Wilson, and him running away like he does every time in the snow, watching DK Metcalf literally just one-handed grab over guys in the fucking snow. Dude, it's gonna be beautiful. I mean, and I'm also excited because Pete Carroll came out and said that Marshawn was gonna be playing. More than he did. Well, okay, so what happens in the snow is two things. One, you have to play the running game. You're not going to win if you don't play the running game. Again, the running game is risky depending on who you have because you don't want to fumble because the ball's going to be slippery. Yep. But at the same time, the, the run game is how you win this because receivers can't plant their feet and make sick routes, which can also be good because if you run a lot of straight down the field, um, just a straight, and then the corner, it's going to be hard to defend because he might think you're turning, and he can't. He might slip because he's in the snow. So you can try for the deep bombs, but it depends how big of hands you have too. 
Russell Wilson probably has fucking huge ass hands. <laughs> like this guy can hold on to the ball, and Aaron Rodgers is known to fumble sometimes. Well, and I don't think Aaron Rodgers can really run out of the pocket like Russell Wilson no. does. I mean, well, not anymore, anyway. Yeah, I mean, like the you need Russell, to rely on your offensive yeah, line. The if thing you're about Aaron Russell Rogers Wilson is game. he is stuck in there every game and can win you games. They have a shitty old line. I yeah, mean, like, but but that's what I'm saying. Like Rodgers needs to rely on his old line because and, and as good as Aaron Rodgers is, he hasn't been that good this season. No. His defense has carried that team. He's not as good as, as Wilson at, no, at least. No, this no, season. not at all. Um, yeah, that's going to be a great game. Super excited. Um, so and yeah, then, really want yeah. to just move on to the to the to the last the last game. Certainly not. We, yeah, we both picked Seahawks. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Sorry. Before we get going, I guess yeah. we should say we both picked the Seahawks. Going to be a fun game. Being Seahawks fans, uh, super excited. Last game, Texans at Chiefs, and this was the one where it was just easy. It was easy. I don't even think the Texans deserved to win that game. They came back because of a better quarterback and a. Stingy Josh Allen at the end of that fourth quarter because he was young and he's in the pressure of this wild card game, first of his career. Like he's never seen this before. All of Buffalo has never seen this before. It's been a while, uh, and you're playing against the Texans team who have lost wild card games recently. Um, I mean, Deshaun Watson carried. If yeah. that last play was a sack, we yeah. wouldn't be talking about this. No. He no. literally made a crazy Superman right play, right got out of the pocket, yeah. How and did threw he get a out dime. Of the, that I, was, I thought he was down. I, was I thought like, he was what, down what, too, what, what, and what? he wasn't. No. He made some weird fucking Matrix trick shot. <laughs> and if not, we'd be talking about a good Buffalo team going into Arrowhead, maybe the defense causing problems on Patrick Mahomes. But Texans, I mean, J.J. Watt's good. But he's, but he's one, he's one out of out of the, all the yeah. players out there. It's they don't have Clowney anymore, which kind of kills them a little bit. Guess who took, guess who took him? Seattle. Guess who took him? Us. Yeah, there you go. Um, and I mean, Hopkins is crazy, but it's going to be a showdown. It's going to be a 32-27 game or something it's, like that. Yeah, no, it's not going to be a blowout. But it's, it's not going to be a blowout. I feel like you're gonna, Kansas, you're going to see Kansas, Kansas having gonna, more. Is going to own this yeah, game. Yeah, exactly. You think the Texans sure. get like a touchdown and a field goal late or something like that. Like that's that's what you think. And even if you're a fan, I, I I don't think like if you're a Chiefs fan and you know all of a sudden the Texans are up ten ten nothing seven nothing it's like just wait why don't even worry about it like yeah. Patrick Mahomes is l- like top that, notch one of I the mean, best head coach quarterback duos in the league just very yeah. on cue I mean, with each you other you know what I think they're taking over from the Belichick Brady yeah. eventually yeah. I'm saying that they're they're probably pretty close honestly along with you know la- after what happened last year with Mahomes Brady and now. Again, Patrick Mahomes is putting up crazy numbers, but we're talking about this new guy, Lamar Jackson and stuff. He's not getting talked about as much. This guy is could potentially put up the numbers like like this is his fucking second year and look what he's doing. Like, do you see what I'm talking about? Like his numbers are like Brady numbers when two thousand one and two. Like he made it to the AFC championship and he's going to again. See, I, I think people think of him as an older quarterback. Yeah. And you're like, Well, hold on a second. This guy's he's in his second not. year. He's so mature. <laughs> like, he's so he's, poised. Yeah, no, he's he's, not he's got everything, man. He's got everything, and I and that's what I uh, even me like yeah. going. Me and Jack, we went to a, a game oh, last oh, year. Shit, the Seahawks in Kansas, or sorry, Kansas City in Seattle. And I was watching the game. I was like, this this guy's not. There's no way this is his first year. And they lost that game on Kansas City bad lost, defense. Was, oh on, yeah, dude, dude, Patrick Mahomes balled. Dude, that guy Travis Kelsey and uh, Hill. Oh my Holy god! Shit. Oh my god! Just to to I mean that that is a cra- I mean 
to have a tight end that you can trust, to have a running back that you can trust, and to have a quarterback that you can trust, those it's three right there, that makes your offense. Yeah, and I think that they are excited for this game. And you're gonna see them. I think you're gonna see them in the next in the next round. I'm picking. I'm picking. I'm picking the Chiefs. Hundred percent. Yeah. All right. So now we're gonna move on quickly to uh, news this week. Yep. Just I I guess past three weeks, like. (laughs) Yeah. What's new these past three weeks? But we can't talk about what's new these past three weeks because we'd be talking for two hours. Like there's a shit ton that happened. Um, We'll start off real quick. Canada wins gold. Fucking crazy final and great story throughout the tournament. Yeah, I mean, uh, there's no, I don't even know. Like it, the it's perfect. Canada Russia the finals. Obviously, some some revenge for the Russians. They would, lost or, to Finland lately. Had to get through Finland to get there. And they smacked Finland yeah. right in the face. But yeah, I mean, that was a crazy tournament in the Czech Republic. Um, you know, apparently, well, from what I've heard that. The Czechs were all Canada. After Czech Republic got out there, they were just Canada, Canada, Canada. I heard there was like 10,000 fans or something. Canadian fans. Yeah, that went to... Well, first of all, they went to go watch the Spangler Cup. Canada won there. And then make their way to the World Juniors because they were both in Europe. Why not? Make it a trip. Yeah, like (laughs) that's a fucking sick trip that I want to do one day. Yeah, I mean, from the first game... The Boxing Day game against the States. The Boxing I was Day like, game. What? Boxing Day game. What did I say? Boxing. I, I had a drink. I'm sorry. Um, from the Boxing Day game on, uh, or from that from that game, I was like, this is going to be a fun tournament. The speed that, that you see out there and, and the level of skill that's coming up, um, you know, soon to be in the, in the NHL, it, it's, it's so it. exciting. I love it. It's it's awesome. And the like lately there's not as been as many Canadians. Like there's been a lot, like usually, but the states were creeping up. There were some countries with some some good world junior teams like Finland and stuff, but now Canada's back on I top. Mean, Finland won it last year. Yeah, you know, you, Canada's you back on top yep. and the way the way best it should prospects be. Prospects coming out. Yep. Yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I don't even know what to say. That was yeah. that was an awesome tournament though. Yeah. I, I, I was in Mexico for it and Man, every every Canada game we would go we would go to this Canadian owned bar. They were from Winnipeg or something like that. And we would and we would just sit there with a bunch of other Canadians enjoying their trips in Mexico and it was just it was so cool to see, you know, hey I'm from Winnipeg, hey I'm from Ontario, hey I'm from BC, you know, we all come together and cheer for a team and it's I wish that the, that the Olympics were like that. It's not they uh, used to be they used to be like that. Twenty ten. Twenty ten, twenty even twenty fourteen. 2014 was good, but it was in Sochi and it was far. But, it was at like. But 2 it was the players that we knew. I mean, it, it, yeah. even if it, you know what, even if I had to wake up at 2 a.m. I mean, I woke I up. Did. I woke up to watch the gold medal yeah, game. Me too. I also fell asleep when I just knew they were gonna win at 3-1. Yeah. Or 2-1, and then Crosby. But I mean, it's so cool to see a country come together over a bunch of young kids that are yeah. just living their dream. Yeah. And they're not even there yet. I know. I mean, a couple of them are obviously. Um, yeah. You know, but they're still but, like they were AHL, and after this, yeah, after this, you think the Coyotes are gonna go like, maybe we should play him in the NHL now. Barrett Hayden. Yeah, you think like you see this, you're like, should we still play him in the AHL? Or should we bring him up? You gotta give him a shot, man. Of course you gotta. They gave him one at the beginning of the season, and then he just came to this and just proved himself. Yeah. I mean, Other many- than his helmet issue, Barrett Hayden, if you're listening, take off your fucking helmet. <laughs> Doesn't you matter. Disrespectful fuck. Yeah. 
Okay, that's not cool. I don't care if you were in the moment or whatever. You disrespectful fuck. Yeah, I mean, that was tough. Uh, being, you know, watching that game and, and the amount of disrespect, it doesn't matter, you know, who you're playing. I mean, obviously it's Russia. I don't know anybody I know who likes Russia unless they're Russian. Yeah. Like, literally nobody likes Russia. Maybe that's why there were so many Czech fans in the crowd cheering for Canada, but fuck. I mean, it doesn't matter who you're playing, man. you got to show some respect. I mean, they, they did the same thing to Canada. Not uh, Sorry, they, they took off their helmets when Canada... I mean, then that was a more important game. you got to do something. I just looked up Barrett Hayden's stats. He does have a... He's got four points in 14 games uh, for the Coyotes. Which is pretty good. I mean, for a rookie. Yeah, for a rookie, starting off. Obviously, I think it's okay that he's in the a- the AHL, but after that tournament, you What's have his numbers there. Can you look them up? AHL, I'll look them up. Yeah. Okay, well I'll keep going. There was a couple guys that impressed me. Alexis Lafreniere. Yep. Very much impressed me. Dylan Cousins. Uh, Shane Pinto from the U.S. Really liked him. Rasmus Sandin. I uh, really liked. Um, the Canucks pick, Hoglander, Elias Hoglander. I think it's Niels, is it not? Niels Hoglander. Something like that. Something Swedish. Yeah. It was it was good to watch. A lot of fun talent. Especially uh, that German team, even if they lost to Kazakhstan once, they didn't deserve to be all the way down there. They played a good tournament. Yeah. Especially against some big teams. They got some late injuries. So hold on. So sorry. So last year... Um, I guess he was in the AHL, I believe, with the Coyotes AHL. It's the Sioux Greyhounds, something like that. Oh, no, sorry. That was in the OHL. You know why? That was in the OHL. You know why he's able to play in the AHL? Why? Because he got exceptional status. Well, he, he, was was at, OHL, he, was he was in the OHL. He was in the OHL last year. He was in the OHL at 16. That's why this yeah, year yes, he doesn't have yes, to play in junior. Yeah. He can play in the AHL. Um. But in the OHL last year, he had 66 points in 39 games. I mean, he must have been injured or something. but Or he was with the, uh, with the Coyotes. But, yeah, I mean, you look at these players. I mean, like you were saying, like all these draft picks, they're going to be sick. And yeah. like you were saying, like these, these players, you can, you can be a, a nobody or an undrafted player or whatever. Come to this tournament and your life changes. That's how important this tournament is for them. Uh, you can keep going. Anyway. Yeah, it's true. Um, well, I want to talk a quick little bit about... Um, a couple little bit about football. Jason Garrett finally got fired because fuck the Cowboys. Yep. That, um, was, that was inevitable. I don't know why. <laughs> like they, they, yeah, they, they just, just... But the thing is, all season they were like, I'm not firing them. Like, of course you were going to fucking fire yeah. them. Yeah, like you're not, you're not fooling fucking... Anybody, man. Like, is the Pats dynasty over? We talked a little bit about the Pats it. Dyna- yeah. But it's not over. I think it's over. You think it's actually over? I think the dynasty, I don't think Tom Brady's career is over. But Tom Brady is the dynasty. Not really. Well, yeah. He's Gronk, won Edelman. Yeah, I mean, but he's won all their Super Bowls in the past 20 years. Like, this is yeah, like but a he's, dynasty. You need, you need more players to have a dynasty, right? No, I understand, but he's gone through... Two sets of players. He went through the Randy Moss era, then he went through the Gronk era, yeah, and Julian Edelman era. You know, like there was two different Brady's because he won three Super Bowls before. 
I know. I mean, I don't know. I don't think I can call them a dynasty anymore because a dynasty, I in my mind, is someone that you can bet on every game and know no. that they're going to win. For, for, and, that's, and that's me. I don't to know me, if it's a dynasty um, is playoff success. It has nothing to do with the regular season. A dynasty... Is so, but then, but then, but then, but then, how are you saying that this year? Then, how is the dynasty not over if, it, if it's only on playoffs? Well, because okay, they so were out I'm first round. Is, yeah, but you can have one year off in a dynasty. Like you, like they've had some years off where they've lost um, uh, hardcore in the AFC Championship. Like that, sometimes that just happens. Um, and I know they didn't make it this far this year, but I think it was because of injuries. And just guys weren't right. They've been playing a lot of football because they make it to the AFC Championship of football every year. At one point, it's like it's like the Chicago Blackhawks. They had a dynasty, but LA won a couple times in between that. Uh, you know, sometimes you lose a year and you're not doing as good, and sometimes you come back and finish as the eight seed, but you still win the Super Bowl. That's or you still win the Stanley Cup. That's like a dynasty. Yeah, no, I mean you're still winning the Stanley Cup whether you finish. Eighth, and you couldn't bet on them every night before, but at the end of the playoffs, you can. Look, don't get me wrong. I mean, they're a great team. Yeah. But I don't think that there's that much of a difference between them and, and other teams in the league. No, Which I is don't, what I'm, I don't but what think, I'm, I know, but, but what I'm saying. I don't think they're better than teams. I'm not saying they're the best team in the NFL. But to be a, like, do you think Tom Brady can come back with this team in the next couple of years and either get to a Super Bowl, I'm not saying win it, get to one? Or get to at least another AFC championship or two to cement that at least he got beaten by only one team. See, it's like it depends close. on who he has around him, for me. I mean, you saw it this season. Yeah. I mean, you can't win it with I a mean, quarterback. I mean, he wasn't you great can't. at some point either. No, and I, I know that. But. It's also because the, the one thing that they need this season and they're getting back is Sony Michelle. Yeah, that um, was a huge one. And loss. he's not been great. And they're going to get a new running game next year. You know they draft well. So you know they're drafting wide receivers and probably a running back. And they I always mean, draft well. You know what? If they if they can do that, if they can get a if they can get a great team around Brady, maybe I'll change my mind, but right now I I can't I can't see them being a dangerous. They could be a dangerous team, but there's teams that are at the same level yeah. for for me and that's that's what I go off of a dynasty. I think like when I look at like the Golden State Warriors, the past four seasons or whatever. I mean, that is a dynasty. Nobody beat them. You know, nobody was even close to their level other than that one, that one year, long. which is what you're saying. One year can... Yeah. But, but after they that, the they started again. And it was, yeah. I mean, I, I, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Again, like, you need, a, you need a team around Curry. And they have a team around Curry. And they're going to get another one. You hope <laughs> they're so. They're trading D'Angelo Russell for Ben Simmons, apparently. <laughs> All right. We're not getting it. No, I'm not even right. kidding. It's actually been in talks. The only thing is, is they're thinking because of Ben Simmons' upside, they might Golden State might need to throw in another player or one more pick. But like it's being talked about because of Joel Embiid, they want him to be the star. Joel Embiid. Hap- yes, but they want. But then the th- Ben Simmons came up. But Ben, the thing is, is Ben Simmons hogs the paint. Also, they both try to hog the paint. And they, if you when you have Joel in there and you don't give him space, then you got yeah. four guys in the paint. Now you that would can't be that would be a great trade for for Philly. I think it'd be a, I think it's bad trade for Philly. Not not just D'Angelo Russell. I think you need to add no. someone else. But if you have Russell and Embiid and they're in two different positions, it's perfect. Yeah, I just think it's bad for 
um, it's bad for um, D'Angelo Russell. I don't think he'd do as well on Philly, especially they're a big paint team and he's not. In the East. Um, I think Ben Simmons would do great in in Golden State. I think that he would be the paint guy. He'd be the power forward. They need one of those. And then you got Clay and Steph back. Yep. Draymond might have a little bit better season because this year he's just depleted. And yeah, then you get Ben just, Simmons that yeah. gives you like a solid paint with nobody hogging it because nobody's big. Yeah, for sure. No, for like sure. it's perfect. For sure. So so what do you have? What do you have next here? I got. Uh, what do we have? Well, I want to talk quickly about lately in the NHL. Um, we're really finding out who's good and who's bad. Like we're getting to that point in the season where shit yeah, it's changes. Halfway, it's halfway through. It's yeah, perfect. and it's it, that's when it gets tough, and you're looking at playoffs a little bit more. Yeah. You only got a couple months left. Um, and I, I thought I, I put a couple teams on here. We're finding out Boston's not as good as we thought they were. Yeah. We're I mean, finding out that we're really close to Boston, all of us. All of us in, we're in finding the Atlantic. Tor- <laughs> we're finding Toronto has some fight <laughs> under Sheldon Keefe. Yeah. We're finding Tampa is who we thought Tampa was this entire time. We thought we thought they were gonna no Fuck. everybody thought they were gonna finish first again no yeah because of last season and I mean, they I, I, and I, they were literally I, I out picked, of the playoffs I picked Kucherov in my in my in my pool and I almost traded him yeah like, what the fuck's going on here and now he's starting to you know yeah starting to kind heat, of build out a bit they're dude, starting to heat the up they're eight, eight, eight game win streak and they fucked the Canucks the other night holy yeah. shit and they pretty much just handled first place Pacific Division Coyotes for nothing easily yeah. Oh yeah, that was so. That, watched, what was that? That's a nine I game watched, now. Then yeah, no, it's eight it. tonight. No, it's nine. Then it's nine tonight. It was nine tonight because they were on a seven-game winning streak in Vancouver. And then they won. And then they won against Vancouver, which was made them eight, okay. and then against the Coyotes. But still, run. like That's, it's they're yeah. they're getting there. But did you um, hear that? Did you hear that stat? What? Um, it was like the first time that. Uh, Two teams with seven plus game winning streaks played each other. That's crazy. That's yeah. awesome. I love that. And I like awesome. the way it ended too. Oh fuck me, me too. I mean, not really because then I don't. I don't want them to, to beat the Leafs. I mean, you because look at the, the the big thing that I thought of is if one of us, if I, if for some reason Tampa catches Boston, dude, think about you got to play Boston again. Fuck. I I <laughs> the would. One thing that I would say though is if Tampa has to play the Leafs. I think one of the biggest things in that series is home ice advantage. I think whoever has home ice advantage at the end of that is probably going to win that series. Because I think it goes seven. And I think whoever is home at the end that wins. I mean, yeah. Leafs know game seven now. Tampa knows game seven from all these years against Washington and Pittsburgh. And, like, they know heartbreak too. You know, I... I think, uh, as a Leafs fan, I would rather play the Lightning. I think it doesn't matter how good Boston or how good Lightning look right now. <laughs> coming off the past two playoff appearances, I need a new start. I need a new team. Oh, yeah. I, I, I can't. I can't you know I, do it though? anymore, man. You know what I think though? Can't do it. You know what I really want? What do you want? What do you? What do you? What do you fucking want, Jack? I think the Leafs are gonna beat Boston if they play in a playoff series. Are you? Really? And I hate the fucking Leafs, but I believe that this anger against the team that gets you out every year, the passion, 
Like, if you get to another Game 7, do you not think Toronto would literally lie on the ground and die no, to get past them? No, I wouldn't. But I think they've changed. Dude, it doesn't... I watch them because they're on the TV all the time. They're a good team that is only good when they possess the puck. If they, they have played this only Zach Hyman game, all of them, because yeah. Zach Hyman dumps it in, but they're skilled players when they do that, they don't score as many goals. What I'm saying, dude, you, you need to be a physical-ass team to beat Boston. Yeah. They've been known forever as being the Goonie team, blah, 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 blah. The Leafs are the exact opposite. They're, and that's what's happened. I mean, yeah, the Leafs had better skill last year. And, I'll, and I'm going to say that. They had better skill. But the fucking Bruins, dude, they will, they will just hit the shit out of you, bring your levels down to zero, man. Like, you, See, you that's can't. why like, I like the Leafs right or, I mean, I like Tampa right now. Because the, last year, shit, they were pussies. They all cared about skill. And now they add a guy like Patrick Maroon, who literally just fights and hits. And he reminds that, and that's how he won with St. Louis last year. And he scores some That's how St. Louis, all of St. Louis yeah. won last year. He scored some dirty goals. Yeah. Um, you got a fourth line with, honestly, a bunch of nobodies, rookies, and goons. Like, you got some big guys. Um, your guys are learning how to play hard and, like, getting through tough games. Yeah. Um, that's why I say the Leafs are good because they know how to get through tough games. They've done no, it, No, I too. mean, for sure. But I, I'm, I'm just saying that you need to have a physical level of at least – one to play the Bruins and beat them. And they don't have that right now. I mean, Muzzin has been out for a little while now. They have they have zero physical. Like they they need they just need someone. Maybe get someone at the deadline or yeah. or something like that. They just need someone that can go in there and just not be afraid to fucking throw his body around. Doesn't even matter about the points he gets. They need someone to like when he's out on the ice, you know he's out there. Without having the skill that Matthews, Marner, Tavares have. I don't know. All right, so we're going to move on um, to a couple other teams. We've got Colorado, St. Louis, Washington, Islanders, and Pittsburgh. And Pittsburgh, without Crosby, is playing fucking good hockey. I don't understand. Actually, I do understand. Um, but They're a good team, and so are all the other ones. But we want to talk about our division, Atlantic, just because we're those teams. We like them more. Now we're going to move on to Jack's Betting Barn. You know what? I Hold on. I'm going to pause you right there. Sure. <laughs> what the fuck are you going to say? I think we should just bring it up just so that it's over with for me. That McDavid goal. Oh, let's talk about this real quick? I think we should just talk about it. Just get it out of the way for me. Well, Morgan <laughs> Riley I... should go bury himself. Fuck. Because that was dirty by McDavid. I don't even know. I, I, Morgan Riley is my favorite player. But that goal made him look like a fucking pile. Dude, he, he, I, 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 that's just the way McDavid is, dude. Like, did you see a celebration after that? Oh, whatever. There's <laughs> another goal. That's goal of the fucking year, 100%. Dude, that little smirk after he scored, yeah. too. Yeah. Anyways, I don't want to talk about it anymore. I just wanted to bring it up so that we brought it up. Let's move on. What do you want next? Jack's betting barn? Let's go. Yeah, Jack's betting barn's going on. Great week last week and the week before. Um, we've been on a fucking roll. We've been winning. Uh, Friday in the NHL, we got Arizona in Carolina. I'm picking Carolina. Arizona has no goalie. 
They're playing with their third string backup. Um, I don't trust goaltending. Their players are great, but Carolina, also a very good team. Saturday NHL, we got Tampa in Philly. Tampa going to continue their win streak um, on the road against, you know, an all right Philly team, but Tampa's too overpowering. And I got Columbus in Vegas. Now, Vegas just took a fat L against the Kings, um, but Columbus did too, just playing San Jose. So I'm going to pick Columbus in that. Friday, NBA, I also got Miami in Brooklyn. Um, Brooklyn taking some heat from some Kevin Durant comments. Um, I don't know, they just look depleted. I'm down for another Miami victory. They fight every night. You got Indiana in Chicago. And Zach Levine said himself um, that he thinks that the Bulls are a great team, but I'm not taking it. I'm taking the Pacers with Oladipo back soon. Sunday in the NBA, San Antonio in Toronto. I'm picking Toronto all day. San Antonio's played great of late. Um, but I'm taking Toronto, even though they're depleted. Hopefully they get some players back soon. And Sunday in the NFL, I got Seattle, Moneyline, and plus 10-point spread in Baltimore because I think that's going to be a fucking dog fight. Ty's take, everybody. Welcome to Ty's take. And this is one where I, I'd like to get your opinion, Jack, on, on what I'm going to say. I thought I was going to take a break. I'm <coughs> back. No, you're 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 back. You're chilling. Let me just go get another beer first. All right. So what I'd like to uh, to get going right now, obviously the Canucks uh, going into Tampa the other night, um, we're on a seven game winning streak. Markstrom was playing out of his mind, um, and they got fucked. And Markstrom was in net. They lost nine two um, in Tampa. But, you know, I mean, both, both teams were on a seven-game winning streak. One of them had to end. It was the Canucks. But, man, a fucking a 9-2 game, I mean, you got to be kidding me. I mean, that, that doesn't seem like those were two seven-game winning streak teams. But uh, Ty's take this week is uh, the question, is Markstrom holding the Canucks together at this point in the season? Um, obviously Demko was hurt, uh, for a little bit and they really didn't have anybody to rely on. And I feel like the Canucks relied on Markstrom too much. They're in this groove where they rely on Markstrom and it's, it showed in Tampa. It, it, Jack just brought me some, some fruit snacks. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think, and Jack, please, please chime in whenever you want. Uh, Markstrom's holding this team together. Oh, yeah, definitely. Like, going into that game, and Markstrom had a bad game. Markstrom had a bad game. They lost 9-2. No, it definitely wasn't Markstrom or Demko's fault. Not at all. I, I, I mean, Markstrom's got a save percentage this season. Um, going into that game, I'm sure it was way higher, but save percentage of, of .914. As a goalie that hasn't really solidified himself into the NHL, uh, in, like into like the top, maybe five ten goalies in the league. Finally made the All Star game. Finally made the All Star game. Obviously, like he's getting noticed, but I mean he's a great goalie. And but I think the Canucks are relying on him way too much. Um, I think the Canucks defense needs to figure out what they are. Because mm-hmm. at first Quinn Hughes knows who we are, who he is. Tyler Myers knows who he is. 
and we're, we're talking about like that they suck. Like they just came off a seven game win streak. No, yeah, for sure. They're still a good team, and they just played two bad games against two other good teams. Huh? Like it's not like their their season's done or anything. You just need to tighten up here and there. You're about to play on a road trip, and that's the hardest part to win is on the road. Yeah, well, that's yeah, why everybody right was saying now. at home like. Their seven-game road trip or win streak was mostly at home, which it was, because it's harder to win on the road. No, I, I'm just looking up Markstrom's uh, past few games statistics. Um, I mean, obviously the Tampa Bay game, he had a save percentage of .714, which wasn't very good. But the game before that, do you remember that game in? Uh, sorry, it was in Vancouver against the Rangers. Yeah, he had one that. goal against. On 37 shots, he's a save percentage of point nine seven three. Stole that game. He saved, but that's what I'm saying. He saves them in so many games against the Kings at home. He, he saved, saved 49 he saved shots. Them there too. Yeah. 49 shots, two goals on 51 shots. I, how are you? You know, like I, I just don't get it, man. I don't get it. And and, you know, as much as I, I don't want to say it, but the Canucks need to figure something out before. I mean, he's his contract's up, eh? At the end of the season? Yeah, they re-signing him. But I think it's going to be to a two-year deal. I think a two-year deal. I don't know. I just wanted to put out there that they that's still my take. They still have too. So they're at, they have to get rid of one goalie soon. Who do you think it's going to be? Well, I think it's going to be Markstrom. Do you think he's going to go? I think in two years, once DiPietro's oh, actually so had that, that some they, AHL time. So they, so they sign him for two years, then DiPietro's ready so that he can back up Demko. Demko. Gotcha. Then you start that cycle. Yeah, I mean that that does make sense. I mean he's twenty nine years old. You get some good stuff from Markstrom too, even though if you, if he keeps playing the way he is. Yeah, that's true. I mean he's in he's twenty nine years old. In a couple of years he'll be thirty one. Yeah. Thirty two. Um, he he might have just found his prime. You know, like you don't know what goal is. I mean true. because you can't. You, Goalies can be fucking yeah, seven years old. They're gonna be. They, it doesn't matter. Yeah, you know they 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 find their prime late, and that's why most goalies come into the league at twenty three, twenty four. Um, I'm I'm interested to see what the Canucks do with him. Right now, though, he's holding the Canucks together, and it's kind of scary if you're a Canucks fan because you saw what can happen when he has a night off, even though he was playing, but. You know, you, you have to you have to be able to come together as a as a team and and un, understand that you, you you can't you can't be re- relying on him to do to do this much. Um, that's all I got for Ty's take. It was more of a Ty Jack take, um, which was good. But uh, yeah, what do you want to move on to now? Our story. We got oh. a story for you guys today. Take it away. Take it away. I'm all ears. I don't remember which story we're doing. We're doing the hand? Oh, fuck. Yeah, we're doing the hand. Okay. So, this was a night at my place where I, with all the boys came. Was that McGregor night, too? <laughs> I'm pretty uh, sure it was the same night. Yeah. No, I think it was. It was. Yeah, so the McGregor-Khabib fight was happening. Khabib. And Khabib. Khabib. <laughs> fuck. Um, so then... <laughs> so then... <coughs> Choked on a fruit snack. So then Ty uh, is all depressed all night um, because McGregor lost. And he's already sad, and we're like really hammered at this point. 
We we all saw each other for like the first time because we all went to university for the first time. Yeah. We just got back. And uh, we we always go on adventures when we're really fucked up. Like we go outside. We like to walk around, like see the scenery. I don't fucking know. It's cold, but we but we, we do always it anyway. do it. Yeah. Um, and so we go down to this couple. Sp- we have a couple spots near Caulfield. Um, some nice areas where we just like to go and chill. Um, and then when we come back home, so my gate has a lock on it, so we have to fucking jump over the gate. So. This is, um, so we usually are in his basement, or in Jack's yeah, basement. and I got a door that goes outside. He's got a door that goes outside, so it's easier to just go around the side. Um, not wake my parents up. Not wake the parents up, blah, 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 Continue. Yeah, so then, so then fucking Ty's jumping the fence, and I jump first, nothing happened. And then Ty's right behind me, and then all of a sudden, I see him, like, turn around and run. And I'm like, what the fuck happened? And like, I run inside and I see like a, like a trail of fucking blood. <laughs> and I'm like, what the hell? And this guy's not telling me anything. And he goes to the washroom. And I'm like, oh, I guess I get the fucking first aid kit. And this guy's hand was sliced open from a broken beer bottle that, uh, well, 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 I guess we threw a party like probably a month or two before that. Yeah. And I guess it was just still there. Dude, I mean, I remember landing. I guess I landed a little front forward. Because I, I landed on my feet, and then I put my hands down. And when I put my hands down, a little shard of glass just fucking found its way into my hand. Uh, it was sticking out of my hand, which was fucking disgusting. Yeah, and I pulled it out. Even though I know you shouldn't. But it wasn't in that that deep. No, it wasn't. It, it wasn't. Him. Yeah, but it was still in there. It yeah. was. It was. It was a decent amount. Um, <laughs> fuck, man, that was a fucking crazy. I think that was at what, like three thirty in the morning, maybe. Yeah, you were hammered. I think we were all hammered. Yeah, because I, I taped. We so we tried some <laughs> medical tape and some stuff to stop the bleeding, and nothing stopped. So we were so fucked up. I got my hockey tape and I wrapped it around his hand. And that is the most Canadian thing you'll hear in the next week. <clears throat> wrapped his hand with hockey tape to stop the bleeding and the blood pressure, and then he passed out drunk. I didn't pass out drunk, okay? I was tired. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I, had a, I, had a, I had a long night. I was drinking. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. I mean, it was a uh, hard night. McGregor lost. I almost died. <laughs> yeah, there was a lot of blood, but you definitely didn't die. No, I didn't. I didn't die. I mean, I'm still, I'm still here. Um, but Ty wakes up the next morning. Oh, he's like, fuck. "What happened to my hand?" <laughs> like we're all fucking looking at each other. Like you don't fucking remember. He's like, "I remember, like some blood, but I don't, I don't remember everything." Yeah, man. That and was... we're like, "You don't remember the glass?" And he's like, "The." The thing that cut me, and we're like, yeah. He's like, shit, I didn't know it was glass. I knew it was glass, I just didn't know what it was from. And then we were, like, examining it. Well, I remembered. We all yeah. remembered but you. I just yeah. remember you sitting on the couch, and you, we, all, we were all already awake. And you're just still lying there, and you open your eyes, and you're like, dude, why is my hand red? <laughs> and why is there fucking tape around it? Dude, I mean, you gotta do what you gotta do. Um, do you have anything else to say? Not really. Have a good 2020, everybody. Like, yeah. 
I Hopefully mean, everybody uh, got what they asked for for Christmas or Sandy? gave back a little bit or anything. From Santa Claus? Yeah. I mean, I got this mic. That was pretty dope. That was pretty good. That was pretty dope. Um, um, but yeah, just first time getting fucked up in a while. Together. Um, together, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Trust me, together. Um, but it's been fun. Glad to be back and uh, signing off. Yeah, I mean, hope everybody uh, had a great Christmas break, great New Year's. Um, really excited to see what 2020 stores for us. Um, so keep keep uh, keep listening, uh, and uh, we'll be back at you guys probably next week. Um, so have a good one, uh, and yeah, enjoy the week. <laughs>